Good trash episode 270 labyrinth my name is eric i am jason how's it going it's all right welcome to go to trash early edition but yeah it is kind of early a day early and early in the afternoon uh, right the sun is out yeah it's a saturday which is a very rare occurrence for us super rare yeah like i think i've done i think i, I know that i've done saturday shows without you Mm-hmm. Like where I've had a guest host. Oh, maybe. you mean you're not just super super sexy podcast? Not just super sexy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this actually is a day that I should have been recording a stupid sexy podcast. It? Uh, it's the first of the month, first uh, Saturday of yeah. the month. Uh, but uh, couldn't make it work. Ah, uh, it's too bad. Which is also fine because I would not have woken up. And you went. You chose the better podcast, doing it all, boys. Well, now. it's true. Yeah. It's. It's the Mothership Podcast. <laughs> it's the one I have the most loyalty to. Right. Yeah. It generates the most revenue. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is zero. Exactly. <laughs> but that's bigger than the revenue from the other one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's a Saturday. We got nothing to do. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a life. Yeah, this is my day off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a special reason we're doing it on Saturday, though. Sort of. Because usually what we do, for those at home, this is your DVD extra. Right. We we watch the movie in your apartment uh-huh. or at the theater. For sure. Where, and then we uh, come back here or you know come into the office and right. record. Immediately. Immediately, like yeah. moments later. Like, yeah, occasionally we have like watched something and then maybe gotten something to eat. Right, right. But like only like an hour in between the two. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, we're not slaughtering our own cows. No, no. no. Uh, but uh, yeah, this uh, this is an occasion where we saw a movie at a movie theater yesterday, late, mm-hmm. very late. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, which, which again was Friday, which which is not a time that you or I ever hang out. Yeah, it's it's bizarre time. Right, this is bizarre time. <laughs> um, and so we we uh. We're recording it here on Saturday so that uh, we don't forget mm-hmm. what we watched. And just so people know, because I've probably stated on here in the past, I have a rule about I won't go to the theater past noon. Right. This is hardly a theater that we went to. And it was in an edge of town that only drunkards and transients roam. <laughs> uh, so chances are I knew it wasn't going to be very crowded other than with people that I know. Right. And I was kind of right. Yeah, I mean, there were some people there, but um, okay. So we should probably explain what in the hell is happening. It was something special. It was a kind of a special thing. Uh, I think I talked about it last month uh, when I went to go see uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see uh, at this same theater for this same sort of uh, event. Uh, it's called Fritz the Night Owl Night Owl Theater. And uh, what it is, is uh, it's uh, a former horror host from Columbus, Ohio, 
who, uh, you know, he basically got the opportunity to restart his show, even though it hadn't been on in like 20 years. Oh, wow. Is it that long? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, mid-90s was uh, the last time he was on the air as Fritz the Night Owl. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's a radio and television personality from Columbus. Um, and uh, just a fan of his, like a couple of years ago, decided that uh, I would love to figure out a way to bring this back. And somehow they have worked out a deal where they can uh, get these big studio movies, show them completely uncut, uh, and just intersperse like horror host segments into them. Right, where he's like making weird comments and. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, they've been doing this for a while, and uh, they show the movie completely uncut, completely unchanged. Uh, just they, they find like a stopping point uh, in the film, and then they do like a little segment where he gives like some trivia about the movie or the making of. Yeah. And then they show like commercials and stuff. Uh, or that just, are like, somehow related to the right, film. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so when I went to see Indiana Jones uh, last month, uh, you know, it was like the trivia about the movie and making of, and uh, then they would show like, you know, the commercial for the Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, Atari game. Right. Or, right. you know, like cool. weird, uh, like Coke tie-in commercials. With to... like Sean Connery and stuff right, like that. Right, yeah. <clears throat> or just, you know, Indiana Jones related stuff. And there mm-hmm. are a ton. Toy, yeah. toy commercials? Toy commercials. Oh, I would love to yeah. have seen that. Yep. Uh, so, so that's what they do. And so last night they presented Labyrinth. Uh, the 1986, 86? Something uh, like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantasy movie starring, uh, Jennifer Connelly and David Bowie. Yeah. Huh. The David Bowie. The, the, the fairy fella. Yeah. The fairy fella? The very fella. <laughs> there were fairies in this movie. But, there were. But yeah. he, he was not one. He was a goblin king. He is the goblin king. Yeah. Jareth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's badass. Uh, so yeah, so they do they do this at uh, the Englewood Cinema uh, every month, uh, usually the last Friday of the month. Uh, they do it the previous week at a theater in Columbus. Um, so uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it's a yeah. neat. It's a cool idea. It is a very cool idea. Yeah, because uh, uh, I mean, you know, uh, I can't. So I thought I had seen Labyrinth. Somewhere in the past five or ten years, mm-hmm. apparently I haven't. Oh, we think of Dark Crystal. No, because I've never seen Dark Crystal. Okay. I always get those two mixed up. Okay, uh, but uh, I there were a ton of things in this movie that I just didn't recall ever. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I like I say, I got those two mixed up. I I knew Labyrinth had the labyrinth in it. Right. Yeah. And I knew it had David Bowie in it. Uh huh. But every like creature and setting and sure. scene, I right. like like just my mind doesn't know which movie is Dark Crystal right. and which one was Labyrinth. Yeah, I have never seen Dark Crystal, but I can see that. I mean, Muppets. Yeah, there, there's yeah. Muppets in this movie, right? Uh, yeah. There's Muppets in that movie. Yeah, Jim Henson directed yeah. this thing. Jim Henson directed it. Yeah, produced by uh, George Lucas mm-hmm. and written or. the screenplay written by uh, Terry Jones of Monty Python. Right. Yeah. Although. I guess none of that really mattered. I get well. I, I I guess they said in one of the trivia bits that his 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 actual script isn't what we watched, right? Like, as it was rewritten like twenty times, right, right. But uh, 
And they, yeah, they said it was originally like super dark right. and, and uh, weird. And, it's uh, still weird. Yeah, weird. yeah. And there is elements I could definitely see of Terry Jones, like oh, yeah. like, like the uh, the talking uh, pillars and things like that. That they just wanted to get their their uh, speeches right because uh, yeah. they've been waiting so long. Or the uh, the little inchworm thing. Yeah, the inchworm, totally Terry yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah uh, this is a movie that definitely wears its uh, influences on its sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it wears them on the screen in some spots. It actually shows you oh, yeah. the books that it was influenced by. Yeah. Uh, Wizard of Oz, uh, Where the Wild Things Are, um, others. There was an M.C. Escher. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like poster in uh, Jennifer Connelly's room. What was her character's name? Sarah. Sarah. That's right. Uh, I remember Toby was her little brother, but yeah, her name is Sarah. Sarah. So yeah, she's a fan of uh, fantasy and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, what's this movie about? This movie is about an unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> Completely entitled bitch. Don't talk about David Bowie like that. <laughs> and it also stars Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> oh, were you going to make that joke? I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jennifer Connelly plays uh, probably the most unlikable character I've ever seen in a movie. At least at the beginning. She kind of... I don't feel that she ever redeems herself. I don't know that I would say redeem, but she she is headed in that direction. <laughs> like, she's a lot nicer by the end of the movie. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to... Like, if I had to choose a, one of the girls to hang out with, like, uh-huh. beginning of the movie or end of the movie, Jennifer Connelly, it would have been end of the movie. Actually, if I had to choose, it would be Requiem for a Dream, Jennifer Connelly, but... Because <laughs> that party trick she does is great. <laughs> But but no, I I prefer her at the end of Labyrinth to the beginning of Labyrinth. Right. She, she seems a little nicer. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I right. uh, still don't feel like she really uh, learned anything there at the end. <laughs> uh, she still seems like she's going to be just super entitled. Very entitled, yeah. Yeah, like her room is so full of, you know, just crap that her rich parents have bought her. And, right. And like literally her backyard is like, some majestic Shakespearean play. Field. I don't think that was her backyard. It wasn't. It was uh, like down was the street. Down the street. It was a park of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, the movie starts off with her acting out lines from a like a book called yeah. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Or is it a play? Maybe. Or? I think it's a book. Because yeah. she's like an actress, and she's she wants to be an actress or something. I don't have any clue. Uh. They they don't really fill in on that. Yeah, I mean, there was like a quick line or something at the beginning where there was like a playbill in her room and she was, uh, one, I don't know, I thought she was like trying out for a part or something. There is, I feel like there's stuff in this movie that uh, got cut out. That maybe you know, tied it together, tied in a few more things, because hmm. there definitely seems to be a part of this movie where it's uh, about her mother. I think because uh, because the, the the woman at the beginning of the movie is her stepmother. Right. I don't think they even fully explain that. <clears throat> but she, like she just clearly, for zero reason that we see, just kind of hates her stepmother, right? Uh, and uh, definitely hates her uh, her half brother 
that that has been spawned out of that. That little baby. He's a little baby. He's a, he's a baby. Cute little baby. He's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> a baby. Uh, but like you know, she's got like pictures of this woman that we never see, like all over her mirror in the room, and like this, like a whole bunch of knickknacks and stuff. And I think that's all. That's her mom. Stuff from her mother. Okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Right, and I think like part of the movie is like when she, uh, like there's a part in the movie where she's in the labyrinth and like that weird guy with like the ostrich on its head oh yeah i love that like guy. falls asleep and like you know has like the donation box rattling and right. she like, puts the ring in there i feel like that is supposed to be like this thing happening uh, throughout okay. where she is like shedding like her attachment to her mother right. so that she can move on that would make sense but like it's never really realized it was in like version 17 of the script right yeah yeah it was the last time it was in there right uh, okay. So, so I feel like there's something there that's supposed to be happening, but uh, it, yeah, it's never flushed out, and so it really just ultimately worsens Jennifer Connelly's character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the beginning, she seems like yeah, just a spoiled rich kid. Right. Like her parents are going out for uh, some sort of date. Yeah. Leaving her to babysit her little baby brother. Right. Toby. Toby. The baby. The baby. <laughs> And uh, he kind of reminded me, he, I mean, not that babies don't all look the same to me, but <laughs> like I totally was wondering, I was like, is that the same baby from uh, Risen, Arizona? Uh -huh. Like maybe it's because there's a scene where he's like at the top of a stairwell uh -huh. looking, looking down, and like every time I see a baby looking down a stairwell, it's when I watch Raisin Arizona. Right. Because um, that doesn't usually happen in daily life. <laughs> you know, usually people keep their babies away from the top of a stairwell. Sure, yeah. So I was wondering, I was like, I don't know, maybe it was just because of the setting, but I was like, that baby really looks like the baby from Raisin Arizona, which was also a mid early mid eighties movie. Sure. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know either. Who knows? Yeah. I will say this, I found it weird that uh, in the credits uh, there was only one baby listed as playing the baby. Really? Yeah. So maybe that was just one baby. Well, I mean, usually in, in cases where they have like a like a, a very young baby in a movie, it is played by twins, right? Uh, because you know the stresses of being on a movie, you, know, you can really only do right so many, so much amount of time with one. You know, maybe they filmed it over a longer period of time, or could something? be, maybe I don't know. Maybe that baby's just good. He's the De Niro of babies. He could be the De Niro of babies, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe you would say the uh, Christian Bale of babies, because you know he does a lot of right, like yeah. weight loss type yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, De Niro did once too. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like Raging Bull. Did he lose a lot of weight? Lost a lot of weight, gained a lot of weight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Raging Bull. I think that's kind of like the like what people often compare like anybody else who does oh, really? similar stuff to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. I've seen that movie, but I can't remember okay. like how skinny or weakly he looked. Uh, I don't think he ever got weakly, but you know he was like in. Fit, oh, okay. You know, boxing. Yeah. You know, muscular. You know, young, right. buff De Niro, and then he goes the like fat slob. Oh yeah, know. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. And he's kind of been that for most of his movies in the last ten years. Seems yeah. like he went into that mode. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just because he's getting older. Right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so uh, Sarah hates her brother. 
and uh, wishes them away to the Goblin King. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. You're like, man, this guy is giving me a hard time. I wish the fucking goblins would come into this, come into this rallies and just yank that person through the window into the world of goblins. What do you have against the rallies guy? I've, I've, no, no, not that rallies guy. <laughs> Just like the dude that works at the rallies down here uh-huh. or something, you know. <laughs> you know, who has, who doesn't have problems with the rallies guy? I mean, it's true. <laughs> I haven't been to a rally since I was in high school, actually. It's probably been about six months for me. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh. Did you wish him away to the Goblin King? <laughs> I just wish I would have got my food quicker. <laughs> yeah. And correctly. Right. See, that's one of the problems with yeah. the rallies. I'm usually just too mad that I can't uh, think of the right words to wish away the, the rallies right. to the Goblin King. You'd accidentally conjure up, you know, some other lesser deity. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, she wishes the brother away and then immediately regrets it. Yeah. Uh, when when it actually happens, right? When when her wish comes true, that's what happens. They say, uh, "Be careful what you wish." I've heard that before. I have heard that before yeah, too. It's I'm... a it's a popular saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, she has uh, thirteen hours to go through his labyrinth to make it to his castle to retrieve the baby back, and then the wackiness ensues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's basically an adventure movie at that point, like yeah. a like a quest. Yeah, and she meets in. Insightful and ludicrous characters upon her journey. And yeah. Collects them as uh, fellow adventurers. Yeah. Kind of like in a Wizard of Oz. Kind of like in a Wizard of Oz, <laughs> yeah. She, she definitely winds up with a ragtag group. Mm-hmm. Uh, including a, uh, a goblin named Hoggle. Uh, a uh, giant uh, grizzly monster named Bluto. Bluto, yep. And uh, a little dog creature that rides a dog, uh, <laughs> whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, the dog was Ambrosius. Yes, I uh, remember that. Was it Rocket Raccoon? Because <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like that. Kind of did, a little bit. Um, yeah, there's a new Rocket Raccoon series coming out. Really? Uh, written and drawn by Scotty Young. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, howdy. Um, yeah, I love the Bluto character. He's, He's awesome. Great. I would love. To, I would hug that thing. Yeah, keep him in my garage. Sure, feed him peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. He seemed cool. What? What's wrong with feed him peanut butter? Yeah, that's like protein. Put it like on your junk. I would not feed him from my <laughs> junk. I've learned my lesson about <laughs> taking in strays and doing that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, th- those were cool characters. I liked those guys a lot. Yeah. Hog at, at one point they, you know, they keep like there's a running joke where people mess up Hog Hoggle's name. Right. And at one point they call him Hogwart. Yeah. Is that where uh, they got the name for Hogwarts? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, sense. you know, that whole Harry Potter thing is a complete rip off of uh, Books of Magic. So you know. Oh, right, right. I've never read Books of Magic. Really? You should. Yeah. First one at least. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I I would read it if it was forced upon me, uh-huh. like picked on the show. Right? But well, maybe my, I will. Of my own uh, initiative, that would never happen. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, so. I don't love everything Neil Gaiman's done. Neither do I. Uh, I do like Neil Gaiman. Well, there you go. 
Signal to Noise. It's got uh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's got uh, it's got uh, you know uh, John Constantine in it. It's got oh, uh, really? the Spirit. Uh, oh, or not the Spirit. Uh, the Spectre. 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 Okay. Uh, it's got uh, Mister E. Oh, yeah. uh, the Phantom Stranger. What? Uh, um, you know the Trenchcoat Brigade. Sounds like uh, they just. It sounds like a Marvel comic where they throw Wolverine in because <laughs> they. They know it's not going to sell otherwise. It does that Wolverine. It <laughs> does it Wolverine. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, I'll read it then. Um, but yeah, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Um, would you, so why did you agree to watch a musical? I mean, it's not a musical like Sound of Music. There might be like three or four songs in the movie. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like every ten minutes or mm-hmm. anything. Well, I didn't. Uh, you sort of forced me to pick this for the show? I did not. Well, you were already going to go see the movie, then. We were going to go see the movie. I was not going to review it. Yeah. This this was not ever part of the plan. Oh, no, I'm I'm just surprised that you would even watch it. Because like, I wanted to go hang out with my friends. Right. That seems like you would have convinced them to do something that didn't involve a musical. I thought you kind of were anti-musicals. I am. But but I'm, you're overcoming that. I'm proud of you. No. Because that was the worst part of this whole thing. <laughs> the songs. The worst. Not 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 just okay. So my problem with musicals is that I don't like people singing. Right. It's weird and it's awkward and awful. And when it happens in the middle of a story that should just be moving forward <laughs> and not just completely stopping, so that we can listen to someone sing a dumb. Dumb fucking song. Right. Uh, it's it wrong. <laughs> Musicals are wrong. I think if they're funny, they're enjoyable. They are wrong. Service the story. Do not. Musicals are anti-story. It was David Bowie. You gotta have some music in there. I've seen him in movies without him singing. Oh, you just forgot about those awesome <laughs> song numbers in the Prestige and... And what? <laughs> uh, and also, uh, you know, I think I learned uh, last night because uh, before the movie there was like seven uh, David Bowie music videos playing. Oh right, right. Uh, you know, as part of the event, and um, uh, yeah, I learned that apparently up until a certain point. Uh, or starting at a certain point, I am no longer a David Bowie fan. Oh, really? And I think that point is the 80s. <laughs> and this movie, coincidentally, made in the 80s. Right. right. And the, the songs written and performed by David Bowie in this movie are very 80s. Yeah, they're pretty 80s. Yeah. Uh, everything is very synthy. With a lot of 80s drums and sax solos. Oh, yeah, you gotta have the sax solo. And so, on that level alone, I hated the music in this movie. Yeah, but it's not an 80s song without a sax solo. I mean, like, like that, the sax solo in I Don't Wanna Hear It by Minor Threat is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it makes that song. No, I agree. I like David Bowie's entire career like i would put it all in the like category mm-hmm. but the 80s is like towards the bottom of the like 
category. Uh, my like for David Bowie ends in like the seventies. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's clearly his best time. Oh yeah, yeah. His early seventies. And you know, mid seventies. He had a couple of decent songs in the nineties, but oh, yeah, uh, I really liked yeah some of his new stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, but that's pretty much it for me and Bowie. Mm. Uh, you know, Ziggy Stardust, all that stuff. That that is where I'm at with Bowie. Yeah. And uh, Jareth the Goblin King, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I mean, you know, that's that's something about this movie. Like, I would say, I would say I thirty to forty percent like this movie. All right. Like, I don't. I don't. Like I'll probably never watch it again because right. I was I was bored in a lot of places, not just the music scenes, but right. there's a lot of things I don't really love about this movie. Well, it's also not your bag. But you it's know. it's for kids. And like it's for I, th- kids, I think yeah. the songs are for kids and like the whole thing is for kids and Right. But yeah, I mean there's nothing wrong with kids' movies. No, not at all. Right. But I mean, even as a kid, I didn't love this movie. I, I, I didn't love this movie know. either. But also, you know, you and I are not fantasy no people. never have yeah. never have really been into that uh so i mean it is it is very much in that vein and that is not a thing you and i are into right um and so you add music into it i'm uh <laughs> you know i'm pretty i should be against this movie entirely right i find it enjoyable really yeah it was fun yeah i laughed multiple times yeah there's some cool parts yeah. for sure um you know, they, they, uh, visually it's pretty amazing. Visually, it's great. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just all the creatures, the costumes, the the designs, the sets, everything about it is just so well thought out and so well put together that oh yeah, you just can't uh, deny oh, yeah, all like, that. You like know? the little things too. Like I love when there's these two doors, like giant castle doors that. Like when they close, I was just about to mention that. Yeah, it becomes like this giant guy, like yeah, the doors. It's a giant robot. It's pretty sweet. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, just. I mean, Jim Henson was just a genius. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 Except for some of those shitty commercials, man. Some of those were awful. Well, you can't really blame Jim Henson for those. No, though. I mean, like I'm sure he did the best he could, but, and and it might have been because. I mean, he was probably just hired to make puppets and voice them. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Like, probably the words were not his. Right. And then my, my enjoyment of the commercials may have been deeply lessened by the fact that they were, like, 20 times louder than the movie. Right. Like, it physically hurt my ears right. during those commercials. Like, I had to cover my ears at one point because they were just so fucking loud. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they do need, I think, the entire Fritz experience needs to, uh, you know, work out some kinks here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I definitely had the problem in uh, Raiders where I couldn't hear the movie sometimes. Like, like the volume. Right. The volume for the movie just seems a little low. And, uh, you know, yeah. the commercials are just super loud. Or Do you think whatever. that was, like, them or the actual theater's sound system? That I think that's them. Because if it's two times in a row that I've seen that happen, right? You know, but it was both at that same theater, though. True, but because uh, the opening thing during the David Bowie music videos, there's right. a point where like one of the channels just appears to not be there. Yeah, I'm guessing that it's them, though. Yeah, because okay. all it is, it's it's being played on a DVD. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, uh, sorry to ruin that experience for you, <laughs> but uh, so were these made for? 
TV or for the theater? Uh, they're, I mean, they're broadcast, they're, they're shown at the theaters, but, you know, you can go out to the lobby afterward and buy it. Oh, okay. So it's on DVD as well. Yeah. Or downloaded or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and like, I guess, like, this is fairly recent because during one of the, uh, informational things between videos, he mentioned, you know, some of the other things that David Bowie's done and he mentioned working with the late Lou Reed. Right. And I was like, wow, that's pretty recent. Right. So. Like, and then you know, his album came out last year. They also mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're done. Like this is like a one-time thing. Like you know, like it's it's made and then it's shown. You know. Wow. So <clears throat> and then, like I said, you can buy it as a download later or whatever. But uh, yeah, it is made for the theater experience. I I do find it, I did find it kind of impressive the. Uh, like the effects and things that they use for yeah. the Fritz parts. <clears throat> they were pretty funny. He was the first horror host to ever use any kind of special effects during his show wow. uh, throughout the 80s and 90s. Nice. And uh, that technology has only gotten better. Yep. So, yep. and easier to, to do. So, uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he'll, uh, during the breaks or whatever, during the trivia part, he uh, appears, you know, as a character in the movie, right, or, right. or you know something, or superimposed over a character, yeah. right? But like again, they don't like just do that during the film. It's like they reshow a little clip, right? Yeah, and, and they edit him in. So, so you do get to see the entire movie start to finish without anything obscuring that movie exactly, other than the little interruption breaks, right. yeah, just so people are clear, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, then they show some commercials, uh, like we talked about. Uh, the one that they kept showing was the Red Diamond Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lechoy Dragon. I loved the, the Lechoy. I only saw the one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think one of them, when you went to the restroom, yeah. appeared. The, the Lechoy Dragon commercials were by far my favorite. The the first one was really good, because yeah. it was just weird and just sort of <laughs> almost subversive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, like there was one where a lady was like, oh, I can't even boil water. Right. And then the dragon comes in and cooks dinner for her family. Right. It was pretty weird. But the dragon is like one of those uh, Jim Henson puppets where yeah. a person is inside. It's one of those huge creatures. Yep. So it was really neat. Yeah. Jim Henson was good at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then the uh, the red diamond one, there's like you know, two small hand puppets. Uh, one of which is voiced by, you know, Jim Henson. Is it the Kermit one? The Kermit yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then there was like other ones like the, the weird, like, clover land dairy. Oh, that was bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, when that one happened, I didn't even realize that was a Jim Henson thing. I thought it was just a weird old commercial. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I started thinking, I was like, oh, okay, that's probably a Jim Henson thing, too. Right. Uh, but then there was also commercials featuring David Butley. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, a Pepsi commercial. There was a Pepsi commercial with him and Tina Turner. That's pretty great. It was, yeah. Like, uh, I couldn't see Kathleen, but I imagine she was uh, throwing a fit when that was happening. She, she was like, she was like, it's so 80s! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not mistaken in, in thinking that those are two of her favorite people in the world. She loves both of them, yeah. 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 Uh, then... Uh, uh, yeah, so I got up and went to the bathroom uh, during one of these commercial breaks. Uh, and then when I came back, I decided I didn't want to sit with you guys anymore. <laughs> uh, so I just sat in the back row because uh, our friend Matt uh, had gotten up super early during the movie. 
and uh, like he never came back. Right. And so when I got up and left, I saw he was just sitting in the back row, so right. I joined him. Uh, <laughs> so like I missed that one commercial break, and I got to say, actually, the sound sounded better in the back there than it did. Oh, really? Saying. Okay. Yeah. We might have been right under your speakers. That's possible. Yeah. Did you miss any of the film? I did not miss any of the film. Okay, because like. When the commercial was over and you still weren't back, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to miss the part where she decapitates a half a dozen uh, reggae singers. Nope, yep. <laughs> I was there for that. I was like, he's not going to believe me when I tell her that. Nope, I, I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> that happened. That did happen. Yeah. She yeah. rips their fucking heads off. Yep. Uh, during a musical number. During a mu- Well, yeah. Which is when you should rip someone's head off. <laughs> it's when you always want to. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, complete with you know '80s keyboards uh-huh, yep. and, and the, the the reggae number. Um, <laughs> yeah, so okay, it, we kind of veered away from the story. Like basically, yeah, the Goblin King steals the baby. Right. Like he has her. He has him, and uh, she has to quest for him. And uh, and the, and the Goblin King's not. He's not a very. Uh, he's not very trusting as far as like. Playing by the rules. No, he's he's crafty. That yeah. one. It's probably the pants. It's <laughs> those pants. This movie wasn't rated R, was it? It was not. Because <laughs> I saw David Bowie's Pecker. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Like the entire shape of it. It, it sits there, and uh, his balls. Oh yeah. Nothing I mean, left to imagine. No, there, there. It is creased perfectly into his pants. Oh, yeah. Almost as if the pants had a David Bowie genitalial pocket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, stitched in, like, part of the costume. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it was incredible as in, like, particularly impressive joke. Right. Just that Just they that, got that away with it. In a kid's movie. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's not like, hey, there's this one scene if you freeze frame. No, it's like 40% of the movie is. Yeah. Every time he shows up, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just there is David Bowie's junk yep. in this Jim Henson, George Lucas movie. Right. Right. <laughs> it was pretty weird. Yeah. It was like yeah, I mean it was like it was the yoga pants uh-huh. kind of effect, you know. Yeah. Pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, David Bowie is uh, evil. And he's trying to keep the baby. And can turn into an owl. And can turn into an owl. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has uh, these uh, floating crystal ball things, much like uh, the tall man from Phantasm. Yeah. Uh, but less lethal. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're just crystal balls. Yeah. Uh, they can, they can, yeah, they can float around and show you things. Yeah. Uh, and, and his giant hair. He's got some pretty cool hair in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. And then some people showed up to the theater dressed. Yeah. In costume. Yep. A guy dressed like David Bowie and one like, uh, who was the lady? I think she was also dressed like David Bowie. Was she? Okay. She just didn't have the hair. That might have been it. Yeah. Which I wish the guy wouldn't have had the hair because that's all I could look at when I was sitting with you guys. (laughs) Right. It was giant and in front of us. It was like two rows ahead of us, right? Yeah. Illuminated by the movie screen. (laughs) Yeah. But all that was much better than what was happening behind us. Oh. <laughs> there were some kids. Yeah, they were. They were kind of loud. They were super loud. And apparently their parents are horrible people. Yeah, they were just kind of... And basically, if the kids started talking, the parent would, like, converse with them. Yep. 
instead of like shush them. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, that is a kind of a cool dinosaur, isn't it? Uh-huh. Isn't that like the dinosaur you have? Right. Where did you get that dinosaur? It's like you're making conversation with your child during yeah. the film. Uh, during a, uh, I mean, okay. So I went to the Raiders of the Lost Ark one. There was like twelve people there, and I knew seven people. Right. Uh, out of all that. Uh, there was probably about 50 people at the, this one, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I didn't know any of those people. So this one was actually, according to our friend Matt Brassfield that we were with, uh, the busiest one that they've had. Oh, really? And <clears throat> so there, there were no talking kids at the last one, but... Uh, Do you think it was busier because of the specific movie or just the word of mouth is building about... This thing. I think it was the specific movie. Okay. Because uh, apparently some people left when they realized what was happening. Oh, that it wasn't just the movie? Right, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. And, and, you know, clearly the guy that showed up in David Bowie costume. He kind of knew what was going on. I don't I don't think he knew what was going on. You don't think so? I don't think so at all. Yeah. Really? Uh, I think he thought it was just going to be Labyrinth and not this weird almost horror host then. Really? Thing. See, I would have assumed if anyone in the theater knew it would be him because of the costume, like, uh, and the, the weird partiness of his, you know. Yeah, I think uh, some freaks just like to dress up in costume because yeah. they're fucking weird. <laughs> I don't support cosplay. <laughs> so when I when I dressed up like a cowboy to go see Dallas Buyers Club, uh-huh. um, that was probably not a good idea. I mean, as long as I wasn't there, I don't yeah. give a shit what you do. <laughs> I would have tried to get you to dress in drag like Jared Leto, but... <laughs> But yeah, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, well, well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but, you know, as much as I detest people talking during the theater, mm-hmm. I think one of the most enjoyable parts of the experience last last night was when the the kid uh, yelled, sit down, to uh, to Matt Brasfield and, and us, because we all had to stand up to let him... Or it wasn't us, it was like the people in front of us, like it Joji. Was Juliet and Joji and <laughs> Natalie and Jeremy. Right. They all had to stand up to let Matt Brassfield go through. Because those aisles are thin. They're very thin. Yeah. It's a very small theater. Uh, like, you know, it hasn't been renovated since probably like the 70s. Right. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Matt Brassfield and Joji are not small men. Right. They're not. They're no David Bowie. Right. You know, they're, they're both probably 6'3", 6'4", something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, they're tall guys, and they were blocking the screen. Right. And, uh, you know, I I was giving Matt the finger as he was just <laughs> standing there. It took there. forever for him to get by because it, it gets cramped. It, it is cramped. super cramped. Yeah. Uh, and also, he was, like, holding down Juliet's head into her seat. It was weird. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. but I was, uh, I was giving Matt the finger, and then these kids were just like, sit down! <laughs> yeah. Which cracked me up. Like, I laughed for, like, ten minutes. Like, every time I thought I was done, like, it came back up. And I was like, those kids fucking rule. (laughs) Because, like, as soon as he said it, I heard one of the parents go, shh, shh, Davey, shh, you know. Like, he couldn't believe it. Uh, You were wrong, and the parents were right in that situation. (laughs) The parents were wrong for never teaching him in the first place to not be an asshole that just (laughs) says things. Uh, especially in a movie theater. Right. Well, yeah. And then, but it was like, like shortly after that was yeah them having the fucking dinosaur conversation. Yeah. The... You were not exaggerating when you started saying that they were talking about dinosaurs. That is what they were talking about, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> having a conversation, no less. It yes. wasn't. 
It wasn't like, you know, one said a comment and the other one shushed them. Right, no, yeah. It just went on and on. <clears throat> and so that is when Eric had to step in <laughs> and tell them to shut up. Yeah, well, you were polite over. I tried. You said, please be quiet. I, yeah. Yeah. First time you get the polite. Yeah. Uh, if I have to go any more than that, it escalates. Right. Makes I did sense. not have to go any more than that. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty okay for the rest of the movie. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did I, have a much better time uh, in the back when of I was field. sitting in the back. Yeah, right. Just because Brassville gave you a handy. Well, of right. course. Right. Yeah. That's why you sit in the back of the theater. Yep, people. Um, but no, I it cracked me up when he said that. I mean, like, legitimately, I <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> like, and only because it was somebody I knew. Like, right. if, if it had been just some dude, like, walking out of him, you know, and the kids yelled at him, I would have been like, that's just rude. Right. But I fucking loved it that it was Brassfield <laughs> and Joji and Jeremy and, like, everybody that was standing up. That was great. Like, just to see, just to hear a, like, six-year-old kid yell at, like, three people that I've, like, worked with in the past. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, you almost got yelled at. It's true. By me. I was trying to get my last Sour Patch Kid out that I snuck in. (laughs) It was like down in there in the corner, you know, where it like wedged itself in. I was like, you fucker, get out of there. And like, I should have waited. Like, it was a scene that was like kind of quiet. There wasn't a lot of action going on. I was like, I want that fucking Sour Patch Kid now. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to be beaten by a piece of candy that... Is already pissing me off because they started shaping them like children. <laughs> and I just. Sour Patch Kids. I know, but. They yeah, were always shaped like children. No, they, they used to just be like, well, okay, they have faces now. Like, <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> you still ate that entire bag. I, I, I shared a few with you. Yeah, I had like four. Maybe. I, tr- I tried to give some to Kathleen, but yeah, she, she was loading up on popcorn. Yeah, uh, but this also is the second entire bag of Sour Patch Kids you've eaten in like two weeks. It, yes, that is true. But it's <laughs> also the second. So apparently, the, this whole children thing is not really bothering. But it's this. It's the second bag I've eaten in the last like five years right. as well. But, well, this is how addiction starts, <laughs> right? It it is all of a sudden. Right. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe turned around and said, shh. But you know what? There was a moment earlier where Joe was, like, talking to somebody. I forget what he was talking about, but, like, he talked to somebody during the movie. Did he? Like, there was, like, a, an exchange, and it was, like, he said something, they said something, he said something. And I started to say, hey, cut it. I started to say that. <laughs> they, uh, well, uh, I mean, they were talking during the trailers. Oh, I remember it was during the film, because I was, like, surprised. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I forget what it was. I Like, it was, like, during the movie, though. It wasn't, like... The opening credits, right? Movie. It was like, yeah, it must have been when I wasn't there. Then. Yeah, it might have been yeah. after you went to the back. Yeah. But I was surprised. <laughs> I I made some noise too. I uh, had uh, my <laughs> cup full of ice that I was uh, chewing on the right. entire movie. Yeah, you know, but I mean, like, maybe it's because I'm not a huge fan of Labyrinth. Like, maybe like if because they're gonna reshow Alien right. in the summer. Maybe like if it was during Alien, I would be more like tuned up or whatever. Right, but right. but like this. It kind of like I've, I'm a little more forgiving for loudness and <clears throat> misbehaving during a movie like this, where it's like it's a weird, fun thing, where like you know, like it's a, a special event. It's not just like you're going to the movies for well, something if, to do. For me, if it would have been appropriate to the movie, like I wouldn't have given a shit. 
Right. Like if like the kids behind us were just like ooing and on at like right. things that were happening, or laughing, or... right? I'm fine with that. Right. But they were having fucking conversations about dinosaurs, <laughs> and they can't see over the giant guy standing in front of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, wouldn't you be pissed if you're a child and there was a giant, giant well, people? Sure, sure. Or but you know, like I even heard a conversation like the kid was like, "I'm gonna leave." And, like, I get, I think he did, like, stand up to leave, and his dad was like, no, sit down. Oh, wow. Was that during, like, one of the commercials or something? No, it was, like, at, right at the beginning. Huh. Like, he was already, like, not on board with the movie. Right. <laughs> it, you know, like, I don't know that I can say it's not a great movie, because it probably is a really good movie, but I, yeah, it's just, it's not... It's not for me. It never was for me. Exactly. Like, like I like some of the imagery, but never at one moment in my life have I been the target audience of that movie. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I feel the same way. Uh, like, like I enjoyed it last night, but I think part of that was because I was there with like ten people that I knew. Yeah. You know, it, it was, was fun. just a fun thing that we all it got was together and did. it was fun. Uh, but the movie itself is yeah, it's fine. Right. You know, like like visually, it's great, and then everything else is just sort of there. Right. And you know, and and it's also just weird to see David Bowie in all of his glory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, but I'm like they're they're gonna next month do the Goonies. Yeah. Which I fucking love that movie, and I've seen it a hundred times. Right. I'm so excited about that. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they do this uh, once a month. Uh, they're doing Goonies. Uh, I think following that with the Lost Boys, which uh, or no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, uh, which I think Joji is super excited for. And Jeremy Hoyt. And Jeremy Hoyt. Uh, the Lost Boys, which I will be skipping because that movie is terrible. I like it. Uh, what else? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Which okay. <laughs> So last last month, I, the, they showed all these same trailers. Right. Uh, but uh, so they showed the Friday the Thirteenth one, and I'm glad you guys were there because we got to talk about the fact that uh, it may be the worst trailer for a movie that has ever been made. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. It was just like, you, like halfway through the trailer, you're like, we get it. Right. Fucking move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, they keep showing these victims, potential victims, and then like. You know, they don't show their murder, but they show right up to the moment, right before there would be the murder. Right. You know, where they're gasping and <clears throat> looking off screen. Right. And it's like, one. Yeah. And then they show another person. And then, like... They count to 13. Yeah, they count to 13. And it's not like, one, two. I mean, it's like, one. Right. Moments. Moments. More moments pass. Some dialogue. Some dialogue. Right. <clears throat> oh, it just goes on. It's tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how in the world... In 1970-whatever, when that movie was made, did anybody want to see that movie after watching that trailer? I, like, you know, most of those trailers, honestly, other than Alien, um, like the Alien trailer, maybe I'm biased, but I thought it was exciting. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Alien trailer was fine, but you also have, like, a really good filmmaker who made that. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, but I mean, like, you never know who edited that that's trailer. True, right? But, like, even Goonies. Goonies looked, is looked, weird, but, It looks you know, kind of boring to me. It's a kid's movie, so, like, I can see why they went with that, and same with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but, uh... But it was so quiet, and, like, <clears throat> the Goonies is such an adventure, fun movie. Right. And, like, that trailer was, like, quiet, and just showed them, like, riding their bikes, like, with no music, and... Right. I was like, what the hell? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but but Friday the Thirteenth was that, that was the worst. The worst yeah. yeah, the worst. Uh, like yeah, I don't I don't understand how people ever wanted to watch that movie <laughs> after seeing that. I you know I I saw that movie and I had like I'd wanted to see it for a while. By the time I actually got to to watch it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen a trailer. I think I just heard everybody at school go, dude, have you seen Friday the 13th? Right. And that was like all I needed, you know? <clears throat> right. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw a trailer until last month for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah me neither. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I saw a trailer for like Jason Takes Manhattan well, or sure. something. Yeah, but, yeah, but not for the first one. No. Uh, which, um, you know, but still never seen it. So, But I'll, I'll go see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go watch that. I will not. Okay. <laughs> Just based on the trailer. Um, I've seen the first one, and it's, okay. it's one of my least favorite right. of the Friday the 13th movies because it's probably the best actual movie. Right. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, No, like, I totally get yeah. it. Like, there, there's a sort of... Uh, there's a thing I like about Friday the 13th. And right, and, and that's not in that It's movie. not because it's good. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, part six is... A million times better to me right. than any of the rest of them. Right. And, uh, and, and, and there's yeah. like a certain expectation you have for a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. And, and that is not in that first movie. No. Yeah. yeah. That one's probably a decent film and I've right. seen it once. And, <laughs> but it's not so good that I want to see it more often. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's worth seeing once. Yeah. I'll go see it with a Matt Brassfield and uh, whoever else will show I'm up. I'm sure that'll be fun because yeah. Brassfield will. And, and like, I'm sure like the Fritz the Night Owl inserts. Those those almost make anything worth seeing. Those were pretty well done. Oh yeah, like he's yeah. he's good at what he does. <clears throat> I'd be curious to see what type of commercials that they would have. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's no product tie-ins. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, there are now. Well, but, yeah, that's true. Know. They might do that. They might yeah, do that. Because yes, because they showed later David Bowie stuff. Right. So. Like that Louis Vuitton ad. <laughs> uh, that was horrible. It was weird. And like, I leaned over to Matt and uh, I was like, "Is this the sequel to Labyrinth?" <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, because yeah. that showed like right after like the ballroom scene. Yeah, I had the and ballroom. Stuff. So so this is like a ballroom scene with David Bowie playing the piano, right. and there's people in weird fucked up costumes, yeah. and it was just like, what is happening? It kind of reminded me of like Eyes Wide Shut a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's like an ad for purses. Yeah, like really expensive purses. I think Kathleen really liked that. Commercial. Oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah. Uh, there was the previous one. Which was like where David Bowie is like in his house, and like there's just all sorts of like different era David Bowie's hanging around. Yeah, that was odd. And uh, Matt leaned over to me and was like, "What was that even for?" He's <laughs> like, "I think that was for water." Was it? I think it was an ad for bottled water. Oh yeah, because at the end he does like get a drink of water yeah. or something. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So basically, what we learned from this movie is that David Bowie's a whore. Yeah, right. He'll do it. He'll, he'll pretty much sell anything. Right. Yeah. Pepsi, water, whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, where were the spiders? I know, right? They were probably on Mars, where they should be. <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun experience. Yeah, it was. And, and especially if I can enjoy the experience that much with a movie that I like that little right i think it's a really cool thing that they're doing totally and they're doing them in columbus too so if yep. you're in the columbus area yep. um yeah look him up fritz the night owl yeah i'm sure he has a website well, he does indeed i believe it's night owl theater.com okay. or something like that cool yeah google or, that shit yeah just google it fritz the night owl n-i-t-e yeah, yeah n-i-t-e yeah. <clears throat> um owl yeah. is o-l-i-e-z apostrophe q 
No, it's the regular Al. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, like like uh, if you're in Dayton, it's in Englewood, which is uh, North Dayton. Not a terrible part of town, uh, but it's a weird little theater that uh, is very old, and there's one screen. Yeah. And uh, it is not stadium seating. So uh, and they all start sweating if you pull out a credit card. Yep, <laughs> they're like, "What there's, the hell is that?" There's a lot of acrobatics that you have to do in order to pay with something with a credit card. <laughs> um, I yeah, like I mentioned earlier, those theaters kind of weird and creepy or whatever. But yeah. I really like old like odd theaters like right. that. It was, it was I'm really glad that's still there. Yeah, but yeah, it is a one screen theater that is. Uh, at the end of a parking lot behind oh, a Kmart. It's creepy. Like, <laughs> like we left at, you know, one in the morning or whatever, and I was a little scared that yeah. we were going to be murdered. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just like faces, yeah. Like, our, we were parked, like, behind the building where it was just, like, this seven-foot-tall fence yep. and, like, a creepy dark corner, and, yep. yeah, yep. it was weird. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, highly recommended. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I'll, I'm definitely looking forward to doing more of these. I'll I'll definitely go to the Goonies. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to the Alien one. Like I've seen Alien in the theater before. Right. Um, not that I wouldn't want to see it again, but right. I I don't know. I'll at least go to the Goonies. I'll be heading to most of them. So uh, you know, if you want to tag along, you because know, I got nothing else to do on Fridays anymore. So. All right. Yeah. Theater going experience. Yeah. Cool. Like I said, you know, even for the movies I have seen before, at least there's new stuff, right? You know, to to enjoy, like yeah. the the interspersed stuff. and like everybody seems like excited to be there. Yeah, like it, it was. It's weird. It's like a mid ground between going to a regular movie and going to Rocky Horror. It's like somewhere between as far right. as like that weird excitement. Yeah. Um. So it was cool. I, yeah. I liked it. All right then. Let's take a break. Sounds good. And play some sort of David Bowie song. That seems appropriate. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back. All right. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream to the seats with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on singers Fighting in the dance hall It's on the merry cast orchard brow. 
Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow Now the workers have struck for fame Cause Lennon's on sale again See the mice in their million hordes From Ibiza to the Norfolk broads Rule Britannia is out of bounds To my mother, my dog and clowns But the film is a sad thing for Cause I wrote it ten times or more It's about to be writ again As I ask you to focus on We are back on the show. We are back on the show. What's happening? Nothing. What's happening? Nothing good. Nothing good? <laughs> uh, I've learned some harsh life lessons this oh. past week. Well, you know, lessons are always good, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah the biggest one is that I'm a massive fuck up. Oh. And also, don't leave my house and don't try. Oh, those are not life lessons. Those are life lessons. Those are the lessons life are teaching me. Oh, I'm sure there's there's a a much better lesson hidden within the experience than that. <laughs> Probably, but I don't want to learn that lesson because <laughs> that lesson uh, involves work to fix. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anything good going on? Nothing I can talk about. Okay. Because okay. uh, it also sadly involves that bad stuff, too. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, although, uh, you know, I bought uh, Lego Batman 2 for the PS3. Sweet. So that's fun. Yeah, that is cool, right? Yeah. That's what you were playing when I got here, right? It was. I, I love the Lego Batman games. Mm-hmm. Do you? Did you have Legos when you were a kid? I had a few. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you have, like, play sets or just, like, those shapes? Like, just the shapes. Geometric. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a couple of the uh, Lego people. Yeah, I think same here. Like I think I think like towards my the end of my run with Legos, right. I saw the people. Right. I was like, What? There's people and then like next year I was smoking weed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so back when you were like eight. It was eight, yeah. yeah. No. No, I didn't smoke any weed until I was fourteen. Uh, yeah. That seems like a little late to be still playing with Legos. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's one or the other, weed or Legos. I'm going to make sure my kids are always stocked with one of them. <laughs> well, as I learned from the incredible Lego movie from a couple of weeks ago, it's never too late to play with Legos. Yes, I believe that. Yeah. It seems like there, you could still like figure out things. Oh, yeah. You know, with yeah. That. It's kind of like model building. And yeah. Nothing wrong with any of that. Or, or just playing. 
You can just, just play with toys. That's yeah. fine. Nothing wrong with toys. Nope. We all went to look at toys yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we stopped at the Kmart on the way to the theater because <clears throat> we had some extra time. Yeah. And uh, it's right there. So yeah. you can see the theater from the Kmart. So uh, Joe was looking for flash toys, and he found one. He found one. But he, he didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, well, he said he, he said he might wait because there's another Kmart going out of business, and there might he might find one for like forty percent off. Oh, or okay. Yeah. So, so he's he's a smart shopper. <laughs> Respect that. Yeah. But, Speaking uh, of the Flash, there's uh, apparently in the works. Uh, no no guarantee that it'll ever show up, but there was a uh, a new Flash TV show happening. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, yesterday they released the first official image of uh, the guy playing the Flash. It's just like a headshot of him, so yeah. I mean, you can really only just see the mask, but uh, yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, there. that's cool. Uh, he he has a kind of almost a smile on his face in that picture, which is uh, weird. Are you really? Yeah. What was that? Uh, because it's DC Comics. Oh, because it's supposed to be dark and those heroes don't smile. Right. Yeah, uh, it's all dark and now. D- could you see his eyes, or was that white? No, you could see his eyes. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and like they had uh, the the ear thing, the like the weird wings uh, uh, for the TV show. Apparently, it's just going to be the flash symbol across his ears. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Which doesn't look too bad, right? Yeah, it's still something there. <laughs> yeah. So, do you don't know if it's going to be Wally West or? It is Barry Allen. Oh, it he is has uh, already been introduced in Arrow. As Barry Allen, ah. we've seen him uh, get struck by the lightning that gives him his powers. Okay, cool. Uh, but he will have his own show uh, maybe next fall. Yeah, and Joe is still excited. I'm sure. Even though, I'm sure he is interested. I don't though, know about excited, right. but interested. Yeah, <laughs> intrigued. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Arrow has turned out to be a much better show than when it started to be. Yeah, I've only ever seen. I think I saw the first episode with you, yeah. and like. I could take it or leave it. Like it, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't like disgust me, but I didn't love it. Right. Uh, it's gotten better. Yeah. He wears a mask now. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's something. Mm-hmm. There's been villains in it, like like <laughs> actual like super villains. Deadshot, mm-hmm. uh, Deathstroke, uh, Bronze Tiger. Uh, apparently, Clock King was in the most recent episode. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, not entirely sure how we got onto that, but uh, there it is. Yeah, Flash <laughs> toys, yeah. Or whatever. Um, so I, I, I've been behaving like like a big boy. Oh, this week? No, I I uh, I went and uh, got my driver's license renewed. Uh huh. I got my license plate renewed. Yeah. I went to the dentist, oh. got a cleaning. Yeah. And then I got a haircut. Oh, how'd you do all this? This all involves money. I I know, right? Um, and I got an oil change. Oh, yeah. Again, you yeah. know, these are all very adult things, right? But uh, they all involve a lot of money. Yeah, especially a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. And actually, when I went and got my oil change, they were like, "You also need this done." And of this, course, they know. did. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're fucking thieves. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, like my service engine light is flashing now that I've picked it up. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, like, yeah, you should probably get this thing done when well, I went back. Uh, bastards. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a little bit of money. Yeah, now yeah. I've got less. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was trying to behave like an adult this week. I still did some drawing. And, oh, okay. And I, and I uh, went to my friends, I think I mentioned before, um, unexpectedly had four kids. Right. I thought they were going to have one. 
and they're a little overwhelmed. Right. So I told them I'd help them and out. These are the same friends that like a month ago also like got their house flooded. Yeah, their house just like erupted with water and right. ruined like all three floors. So they've had like a some lot of issues. Yeah, some issues. Yeah. So. so I went over uh two days this week and uh uh spent like three hours each day like helping them like clean up and do stuff. So I did right. a little did a little manual labor, like I raked like eight lawn and leaf bags full of leaves this week which wow. was it was pretty that was that was intense because it was fucking cold oh yeah it was like 15 degrees the day i went over there but i think it warmed up to like 25 by the time oh, I was that was, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah that was fun actually. yeah right yeah Doesn't sound fun i like working outside as long as it's not like full-time every day right but like i there's something enjoyable about just random like like nobody else was out there with me. It was just me, you know. So like I, I could just like zone out and you know I, I like that sometimes, like you're doing right now. <laughs> no, no. I mean just like dumb physical labor sometimes, you know. Right. I just, I, like I'm obviously not built to like do that all day every day, <laughs> but it's kind of enjoyable. Yeah. Where? So yeah, that, that was kind of my week. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I got uh, nothing I can really talk about. Yeah, uh, what happened at all? But uh, anything you're looking forward to? Something going on? Anything coming up? No. St. Patrick's Day? Definitely no. <laughs> you're not gonna go out drinking with your bras? <laughs> with my bras on? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do need a little extra support. All right, we all do. Uh, no, yeah, not at all. Mm. I've never done that. Yeah. And Never will. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> First of all, I'm not Irish. Right. And second of all, I hate large crowds of drunk people. Yeah, me too. I was thinking about trying to start a tradition with Kathleen this year. Uh, I was going to see if we could split a uh, box of Lucky Charms cereal and watch Leprechaun in the Hood together all right. on, on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Let's see if she's down. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. I Kind of jealous that I wouldn't get invited to that. <laughs> oh, maybe you would. All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you would. I mean, you and I have seen at least two of the Leprechaun movies <laughs> right. together. I mean, right. <laughs> Somehow we actually, well, in our defense, <clears throat> we mostly listened to them because we were drawn while we watched oh, them. Sure. But still, yeah. I count that as watching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I watched them. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen Leprechaun in the hood or Leprechaun in space. Right. Which are arguably the most intriguing, too. Right. Well, there's also Leprechaun in the Hood too. Is it really? Because Leprechaun in the Hood was basically a reboot of the entire franchise. <laughs> well, that, that that makes me think that one was probably pretty good. Then, if they made, made a, a sequel. direct sequel right. to that sequel, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of excited. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's about it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I read Frankenstein. What? what? I read Frankenstein. I'd never read it before. Okay. I mean, I started it last week, but I finished it just a couple of days ago. That book is fucking great. Yeah, it's a pretty good book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think some people have talked about it before. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot to it that I had no idea was in there, though. Right. Like, I mean, it was really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not just about, this, you know, this guy that makes a monster. It's, yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
impressed. I was very impressed. There you go. And she was like, she was like 18 when she started writing that Mary Shelley, or 19 when she finished it. I was like, I was trying to think. I was like, what was I writing? And and I, I remember when I was 18, I wrote a song about how much I like barbecue potato chips. That's what I did. She did Frankenstein. <laughs> so you know, there's that. I mean, I still do really like those barbecue chips. So I guess I guess I wasn't wrong. Right. But, hey, you know, write what you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. She knew about science and creating life from the dead. And, and you knew about Grippos. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, those Grippos. <laughs> Man. But yeah. And you know what? You both, you, I mean, you shouldn't compare. You both grew up in different times. Right. You know. We've both done very well for ourselves. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I mean, she lived in a time where science was still scary and the possibilities of it could, could you know, have uh, drastic ramifications. And you live a time where science has been perfected. It's, but old, it's old hat. Barbecue potato chips have not. Right. Exactly, yeah. Oh, and could she write a, a song about barbecue potato chips? Probably I, not. I think not. Yeah. 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 And I played the guitar on that song, by the way. Right. Did she ever play a guitar? I don't think she did. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So what does she know? Nothing. <laughs> Fucking nothing. She may have invented science fiction when she was a teenager. Who knows? Yeah. But I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, no. I mean, people have done it better since then, too, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, she needed to have a version of that book with illustrations by Bernie Wrightson to even be considered good, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's when people took notice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know that I would have ever read it if I didn't own the Bernie Wrightson version. Right. Because I started to read that. I was like, <clears throat> I should just read this. Like, these these illustrations are so fucking beautiful. I should just read this and, like, you know, have the full experience. And I started to read it, and that book is just... Like, it's kind of awkward to sit oh, yeah. and read. Uh -huh. So I actually went to Second and Charles and found a paperback copy for, it was like $1.70 or something. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read that. And, uh, yeah, I'm really glad I did. Huh. It's a great book. I read that book when I was in the second grade. Nice. And I got it from the library. Wow. See, that's impressive. Because it was kind of hard for me to read. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of flowery words in that. Uh -huh. Also read uh, Dracula around the same time. Have you uh, do, have you seen the f version of Frankenstein that has the Dan Close artwork? No, I'm not. Yeah, there's there's a like they did that series where there was like a Jeffrey Brown and Anders Nilsson and Chester Brown, like Chester Brown did a D.H. Lawrence book and huh. Anders Nilsson did a, a Brothers Grimm book and uh, Dan Close did the Frankenstein wraparound. Uh, Chris Ware did a Voltaire book, huh. Candide and. Jeffrey Brown did uh, Ethan Frome. So, yeah, that, it's really cool. They they chose nothing but, like, awesome cartoonists. Right. Yeah, yeah I've never seen this. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. neat. Awesome. Pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess since our lives are minimal at best, yeah, should, right. I, should we move on and I should pick a book? Sounds fine. Yeah. Okay. I would, uh, you know, say that I'm I'm getting kind of hungry and could probably use some oh, yeah. to eat. So yeah, we should I'd, probably uh, I could eat soonish. Yeah. Um. Well, one other thing I did this week that oh, okay. I, I didn't right. forget to mention was I listened to the episode of Go to Trash where you and Joe reviewed the Spirit movie. Yes. And uh, 
in my mind, I was like, morally, <laughs> I, I feel as if it's the podcast obligation to uh, balance things out by us reading a Will Eisner book. Okay. Because we've never done that. Sure. So I was going to say we should read To the Heart of the Storm by Will Eisner. Okay. One of his graphic novels. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds fair. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Fair. Cool. <laughs> And then uh, the next week we'll watch the movie that Will Eisner directed that ruined a Frank Miller comic. That would be great. <laughs> like if he did, like his, he secretly like had a script for Holy Terror right. like in 2004 and he made the movie for it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, To the Heart of the Storm by Will fucking Eisner. William Eisner. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace, indeed. I am trying to think if I actually even own that. Well, if not, I happen to have a copy with me today. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and borrow that, because even if I do own it, I don't know where it would be. So, right. Yeah. But I know I've got a couple of uh, Will Eisner's uh, graphic novels somewhere around here, but Sweet. I don't know which ones exactly. Except for... Young Blood. No. Will Eisner's young blood. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Wouldn't it? That would be awesome. Oh man. Oh <clears throat> uh, man, no. Um What's the one about Contact with God? No, it's uh, the one about like contact with aliens. The mir or life force or the miracle uh, miracle where uh, uh, Oh a contact with aliens? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I can't right. remember. There yeah. then. To the heart of the storm. Sweet. Will Eisner. Will Eisner. All right. Cool. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>